Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to ourselves, Beanstalk Global, with myself, Max McGillivray, and Carol. Carol Ford, say hello to everyone. Hello, everyone. Hi, Max. Uh, we're just in our in our green room, getting set up on the on Zoom and, and laughing about uh, about the Muppet Show because uh, when you go live with uh, with Zoom, uh, because of the uh, their equivalent of GDPR, that this is automated American lady who says you're now recording. So she did <laughs> she did sound a bit strange, Carol, didn't she? We'll 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 have a picture for her one day, hopefully. Yeah, it'll definitely be a Muppet picture though. <laughs> <laughs> right, it'll be it'll be it'll be the modern version of Miss Piggy, whatever that looks like. Oh yeah. <laughs> Right, come on, let, let's get on, on, on with this because uh, otherwise I'm going to lose all, all track and you and I are going to disappear down our, our normal uh, rabbit rabbit hole and just laugh all day long because that's what I tend to do with uh, with Carol. Carol, how long have you and I known each other? God, there's a question. 22 years. No, 22 years and yeah. six months and three days and 28 minutes. Where did, yeah, where did, we, where did we first meet? Merson Peters. Was I was, you, you were recommended to me by my best friend, Alison. Okay, and where were you at the time? Why did you I need was, me? I was at, did, did, I was at Fife's Produce, no, Fife's Produce, I Fife's think. Fife's Produce, as was, yeah. As was, and then um, you got me a role with Congelo, did you not? I did, Congelo. So, yeah. so everyone, as we disappeared down our rabbit hole, this, this is the great thing about fresh produce and fresh food, um, especially for students, graduates in the sector, you end up having these amazing relationships with, uh, like like myself and... Is um, it amazing, Carol. our relationship, then? Oh, well, you and I have been through so much together, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> Businesses, dramas, car crashes. We won't talk about that one. That's another story. <laughs> You're never, ever going to let me forget that, are you? No, no. But this, but this is why I'm really keen uh, with, with, uh, with Beanstalk, to be able to support key people, key individuals, whether they be lifelong friends such as Carol or new people who, who knock on our door, if we can help help support uh, people as to what they're, they're looking to achieve. And, and, and Carol, that, that's why uh, we're looking to, we've set up this broadcast today, because you, you've created a revolution, haven't you? Well, we're, 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 we're starting, it's a pilot for a revolution, yeah. As with, okay. as with many things um, that, that you think maybe are um, revolutionary or evolutionary, whichever one you choose to, to, choose to sort of, um, uh, you know, um, work on. But um, yeah, yeah it's, it's a pilot, it's a start. That's the most okay, important so let, thing. So, so let's, set the, let's set the scene for everyone, especially for the, for the people on the, on the podcast as to why we've, we've uh, grabbed, garnered um, Carol on uh, today. A fresh food revolution is beginning in Kent and Medway in the UK. And today we've got the fantastic um, Carol Ford to, to find out more. Um, there's a scheme to bring significant change to the employment and entrepreneurial opportunities in the fresh food and horticultural sectors. And it's going to take place this summer. And it's going to be led by a number of ambitious young people aged 18 to 28 from the Kent and Medway um, areas in the, in the UK. Working with young people, creating aspiration re-imaging rural Kent and Medway and the future of fresh food in the Garden of England and leading change in the fresh food sectors. Backed by a number of fresh produce businesses, Kent County Council, Medway Council, District Councils, DWP, Job Centre Plus, Kent and Victor Chamber of Commerce, the Rural Youth Project, Charities and Educators, this Ideas Festival will open the gateway to both full-time and seasonal roles as well as entrepreneurial opportunities. Carol, have I have I have I put the data on the double correctly, or, or is there more that we need to say about this? I think there is. No, I think that's the job done, don't you? <laughs> where, where, where did this Where did this all come about? Because you've always been a, a really inspirational individual, and always looking to help help the next generation. What What was the What was the magic dust? What was a seminal moment to 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 to, to kick off with this scheme, please? 
Well, basically, it's to do with I've been involved with a number of um, boards and initiatives that, that have been happening in Kent and Medway. And I have to say that the local authority has done an amazing job in pulling together wow. the economy and the businesses um, that, that are in the economy just generally across the piece, you know, with their tie with Kent and Fitch Chamber of Commerce and other people. And um, one of these um, um, and a lot of this obviously to do with COVID um, and the challenges that that, that you know uh, threw up for everybody it's very disconcerting having this spotlight thing on you know I have to say <laughs> I'm just gonna say it out there it's like, oh my god how big is your face <laughs> so um so yeah so so basically um I, I was very fortunate to be involved in in the economic recovery and resilience that um um task force that, that got put together and from that was an employment task force that was created which is still in um going now um, and I suggested that actually one of the sectors, because, of course, our sector um, gets misunderstood and the communication with our sector is not great, I would suggest. Totally. Totally. And one of the things is that, of course, is that we have 75,000 people that, you know, jobs that, that, you know, that are around. And of course, it's like, yeah, you know, the, the, the unemployment problem solved. It's like, well, hang on a minute. That's yeah. not quite the truth. It's actually, you know, these are fixed term contracts for like. 12 weeks. Yep. yep. Two months, three months, yep. four months. Yep. And, 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 and sorry to interrupt, I'm based in a, a semi-rural area. So if you're um, in the in the middle of, I don't know, Sittingbourne, but the, the work is in North Kent, how do you get there? And it's only for yep. 12 weeks. It's, and so, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so structurally there's, 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 and I also think communication wise, there, there was, there was challenges and issues. So, so basically I said, why, well, why don't we, um, this is one of the ideas that I think is really important is that I think, uh, lobbying organizations have done a great job in the last you know four or five years but I feel if I was sat on the other side of being lobbied it might sound like a load of whinging and yeah, like a load, load of moaning and actually rather than coming up with ideas and solutions and that isn't to say that we shouldn't be complaining or or, or you know making the case for for actually you know the fact that we do need 70 75,000 workers within the industry and sector but actually our sector's really innovative our sector's really entrepreneurial I mean you know, I don't think I've ever in my career not met a grower that hasn't come up with um, a stocking to actually mend an engine. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what do you get? Do you get what I mean? It's like it's yeah. actually these guys actually create like kit and equipment that actually yeah. you know plows land. You yeah. know, puts in polytunnels, yeah. puts in tabletops, puts in orchards, grubs. Do you know what I mean? Like, can we really not come up with some ideas and solutions? So, yeah. so that's kind of where the idea sort of came from, and I was really 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 lucky that the guys at the Kent and Medway Employment Task Force basically said on you go Carol see what you can sort wow. of do and so I basically pulled together a subgroup which I lead um of about 20 businesses it is now that are based in is Kent really? and Medway yeah Fantastic. so um from really big businesses to really small businesses growers producers whatever they might be and even to the point where well, four five six weeks ago maybe seven weeks ago actually I had one of the growers was advocating for the group and I had two other growers say, can we join in, please? Wow. You know, one of them, one of them being a hundred million pound business. So we're not, it's not, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's of size. And the remit is really simple, really, really simple. We have an employment issue, whatever that looks like. So, so everyone sort of like tries to dress it up around skills. And actually, well, we actually, we have a people issue. I, we don't have people wanting to come to our sector to work yeah. in our sector, yeah. whether that's for seasonal work or whether that's actually for, doing the jobs like being an electrician, doing the jobs like being a tractor driver, doing the jobs like being a salesperson or a, an accountant or whatever it might be. So 
um, we need to actually unravel that and understand why. And we have to ask ourselves questions as an industry. What, why is that? Why, why, why have we got, you know, why have we got those challenges? So we've been asking those questions and we've been saying, well, okay, if we can do this, what does that look like? If we can put in place some structure. So for example, if we were to get a British workforce that were to take up all of the 70 to 75,000 seasonal jobs, structurally, that means every single farming operation within the UK would need to change how it actually accommodates those 70 to 75,000 workers, because I would suggest 90, 90% or more would actually want to come on and off farm on a daily basis, yeah. for example. Yeah. And when we talk about, you know, land-based, seasonal, people don't actually, what I found very interesting when I was talking to these local government and some of the MPs, was that they actually don't actually understand the language we talk in. Bloody hell. Okay. And they have what? and they have a whole language of their own as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause just in our green room, just it's it's a it's a, where am I going with this one? Um uh, Jeremy Clarkson. We're just talking in our green room, weren't we? That um uh, that Jeremy Clarkson in one series of uh, his farming program has done more uh, for UK agriculture than Country File has done in, in 22 years. Yeah. Um, and and so, so there's so it's, it's fascinating this this point that you made that any grower can fix any piece of kit any tractor with a pair of stockings whatever the example was that you get but they're very poor on the communication side and that's not not being just disrespectful to them I suppose we've just yeah. always been in this fortunate position that the labour has always been there it's just it just happened but because of the seismic change that's happened um, to all of us in the in the last um, eighteen months uh, that there does need to be a change that needs to be to happen but yeah I completely agree with you that perhaps there's been a slightly whinging. Um, uh, message coming out from from the from from the sector, and that's not what is required. It actually needs to be a really positive message. And, and we're, we're picking up um, what's an example? We're picking up in, in Lincolnshire. There's people that have been in the food service sector who've been made redundant, obviously through, through no fault of their own, who, who've um, lucked into finding work on on um, on farms, and they're absolutely loving it um, because they're, they're they're doing something that's with their hands. They're growing things. Uh, the outdoors, indoors, and that is so much more varied than uh, waiting a table. No offense to people that that waiting a table. And so just to to get and, and let alone the, the student population, um, the likes of the MDS scheme and um, likes of Harper Adams, they see more of an influx of people, younger generation coming in. They've got no background in horticultural or farming, but they've just suddenly been enlightened to um, how um, to be involved in ag and food and horticulture. You can actually change the planet. COP26, or all the reports that came out came out this way this, this week about the environmental issues to actually get into something. So, so yeah, it, we're it's, we're in a, in a point now, Cara, aren't, aren't we? That um, there's there's a seismic shift, and so if we can attract these people in, or retrain, reeducate, re um, uh, reimagine re the the younger generation, or the, the likes of the politicians you're dealing with, it's gonna it's gonna put everyone, all those growers, in a good spot. But even I mean, even what's interesting, Max, even the language that you're using, ag, rural, etc. They mean nothing to most of the population. You know, it's, 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 it's things like that is that we really do have to reimagine how our sector looks to, you know, we'd, so, so we've got the seasonal worker thing, that, which is where the idea originally sort of like where we, why we came together. But actually, we don't actually, the other thing we realised is that we've got three employment types. We have seasonal workers, we have longer season workers. So those that actually look after farms, et cetera, those that come and do the, 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 the you know, the, 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 the crop management, if you like. And then we have full-time roles, i.e., you know, roles that may be around packing or maybe around accountancy, whatever it might be. And actually we are, we are really, you know, we are really, you know, got a lot of opportunities that are in the sector. 
And actually, it's a fantastic career that you can actually utilize yeah. to actually build up skills. So we also, the other thing is that, yes, MDS is doing a fantastic job, Harper Adams, et cetera. But actually, there's 60% of the young population we don't touch. Yeah. Those okay. that are in further education, like me, yeah. when that's where I came yeah, through. Yeah. That's the route I came yeah, yeah. Into, into, into food, if you like. That's yeah. how I found food. Yeah. I wasn't, I'm not from, from the, you know, the, the background or anything like that. You know, at the end of the day, if we've got someone that was training to be an electrician, yeah. generally what will happen is that, that that person, if they're looking for their life-changing decisions, i.e. Like, what am I going to do for a job, they'll talk to the adult in their life. Yep. And generally the adult in the life will say, oh, you know, when they go into construction, get into house building son, that'll be the good one or, or daughter yeah. or whatever it might yeah. be. But actually it's like, well, hang on a minute. Whoa. We've yeah. got roles for electricians within our, within, within yeah. the businesses that we operate, you know, and as yeah. I said, the, the mix of the businesses that we have, you know, are from, you know, the smaller growers who are innovative yeah. just as much as the larger growers are. I, I, so there I, are all I, these I, sorts I, of roles. Yeah, yeah, but hold on. Um, I, I'd also uh, state that uh, the promotion of our sector is is poor. If you compare it to the likes of engineering, engineering um, every year they come up with this fantastic campaign uh, where they're encouraging uh, uh, the younger generation to get involved in engineering, and they'll they'll have the the poster boy and the poster girl who are working for Rolls Royce jets or Bentley, um, and they uh, had an illustrious career at Loughborough doing doing engineering, and and now they're with these amazing companies. And, and how come that engineering sector can do that? Because they're well-funded um, and they've, they've got a whole um, department of team who are just gearing out all the social media and these videos and attacking the press in a positive manner to, to promote um, um, engineering. You, you come to us and ugh, over the last year, we've just, we've just been a bit whingy, have we? Um, well, you, well could, that's... Could, that's... Because you could also say, why, why the hell are you having to do this, Carol? Why, why is the government not doing it? Why is the NFU not doing it? Why is the CLA not doing it? Da, 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 da. Um, and, and perhaps it's, it is because the messaging that's coming out from those very, um, very professional um, organisations is, is, is a little bit um, stale uh, because the, 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 they're stuck in that, their bubble and they don't know how to, 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 to approach that, that 60% of them, that, that younger generation who do need to have that tap on the shoulder. Come and join us. Come and, that's, well, why that's, we need that's, you. Why, that's why I've been very lucky in terms of actually being supported by um, Kent and Medway to actually bring yeah. together this, this group of people and also from the business's perspective in terms of bringing them together. So we meet, you won't believe this, we meet once a fortnight for an hour at 8.30 on a Friday, which is just brilliant. Um, and the, you know, the invites there and continually we have people coming and going. So it's a well-attended meeting. It's a task and finish meeting, i.e. that there is a purpose, there's an agenda. What's the action we're going to do and how we're going to move it on? So yeah. we identified okay. these employment types. So we've got a plan in terms of yeah. these employment types. And then on the back of the plan, one of the things that we identified and one of the criticisms we made is actually we don't market ourselves well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, well, what we need to do really is actually then talk to the people that we actually need to be targeting which generally will be those that are the younger persuasion so i held three focus groups in february and march with the help of um, the colleges in kent so mid kent college was was really helpful but also dwp and one of the charities that do work with this is a horrid term actually not in employment education no not in education employment and training so basically right. those that basically sort of fall outside yeah. of the you know perhaps didn't, didn't particularly like school or whatever and just wants to get on and, and work if you like so we had these 30 young people it's about 30 of the three um, focus groups and basically what I did I took them through starting off with well do you understand the language we talk so what does rural mean to you 
And so we went through these sort of lengths of rural horticultural agriculture, um, all sorts of things. hit fresh produce, all of a sudden, ding, it was like, oh my gosh, lit them up, sustainability, this, that, and wow, the other, wow, wow. whatever. What was really interesting though, when we, we, we did some more unpacking of things, when they, we were talking about what do you understand about food and fresh food, et cetera, is that, and this is a direct quote, we've had healthy rammed down our throats since we were kids, which I thought was really, and then the other thing which I thought was really, really brilliant was that, well, okay, fine, this is great. And we're ha happy that you want us to help, you know, cause I was basically saying, you know, we need your help to, 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 to think about our sector and understand what you, you know, what you understand about our sector. And one, one chap, Eugene, his name was, I'll never forget Eugene, who said to me, he said, he goes, but you need to make it relevant and relatable to me. I'm studying wow. music. How is this relevant and relatable to me? And of course, because I was having the conversation with him, I said, well, I said, you know, we need to market what we do. We need to put what we're doing out there on the social media channels that you guys are all in. By the way, they, they use slightly different ones and not websites, which is interesting. Yeah, so it's yeah. learning like that, which is, which is really interesting. And I said, you know, well, if we put things out on, you know, social media channels and things like that, we inevitably need to do video work. We do video work, we need music. We need music to actually... Wow, you know, wow, so, wow. So, so it's just like literally in a conversation like that, which is like yeah. not even a 30-second conversation. And it's about actually talking to them about career choice and opportunity of job. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, entrepreneurs and young people and, you know, whether they just want to be an electrician or whether they want to be an entrepreneur, they, they, they are in all places, in all walks of life. And we disregard 60% of them because yep. they're in further yep. education, for example. So, um, so yeah, so out of that came the idea, wouldn't it be great? And at, sorry, at the same time, I go back a little bit. At the same time, I saw the, now I'm going to get this wrong. And Christine's going to tell me off terribly. I think it's women in farming because I've only just, we're, just. Women in food and farming. Women in food and farming. That's it. I saw my first one I saw of that yep. was you had a wonderful lady on there called Jane Craigie. Yep. who was talking Amazing. about rural youth project and I was sat there going and I'd just been doing my focus groups with these young people and I had one more to do and I was like mm -hmm. yep. we need to take a version of that in terms of yep. what we're trying to achieve in Kent and Medway yep. so following on from that I basically contacted Jane and we had a wonderful as you can imagine hold on hold on you shouted at me Max get get me in contact with Jane I need to speak to her now <laughs> Jane you need to meet Carol <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure I shouted, but I was encouraging you to uh, make sure that I got the contact there. <laughs> so, yeah, so we had a conversation and I basically said to her, I, I gave her the reimagination of what we were trying to achieve in um, Kent and Medway and said, could we utilise the Rural Youth Project as yeah. a framework to wrap it around? Um, so I presented that to the last focus group and the young people, as you can imagine, thought it was amazing. Wow. Um, so, yeah, so um, I then basically right, I was like, right, OK, so that's that three days, two nights. Where are we going to do it and um, how are we going to fund it? Yep. So so basically um, uh, very kindly found um, a place called Ball Place in Seven Oaks, which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. This wonderful, wonderful rural just idle. It's just gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. So we're going to go there. They're very kindly supporting us, um, and so it's all been done like at cost. It's wow. not profit, so yeah. it's because it's a trust, and um, they do amazing work there. So check it out, please. Check out Ball Place. It's an amazing place to go to. Anyhow, wonderful house and, and buildings and God knows what else. But they're doing things. What they're doing there is they're they're basically they've got land and they basically have businesses that come and sit on their land 
So basically they, they encourage businesses to come on the land. So they've got a dairy herd there. They've got yep. a cheesemaker there, but it's not the ball place cheesemaker. He's an independent cheesemaker. They've got a guy yep. that's got a farming operation there. So like a market garden, a, a commercial market garden, organic market garden there. So, so yes, it's being held there. And then I basically um, said, right, give me your money in the style of Bob Geldof, really. To, um, and I, I spoke to a couple of people. So, so Kent and Victor Chamber of Commerce was very helpful. So was um, some of the economic team at, um, and the director there um, at Kent County Council and Medway Council. And basically, um, I then was allowed to, because I'm on the board of the Kent and Medway Economic Partnership, and um, I was allowed to do a presentation there. Jeff, the chair, allowed me to do a presentation there. And I basically, and that's, that's a, a coming together of... Um, basically businesses and local authority government and it's okay. a great it's a great it really is a really proactive forum in terms of actually structurally ensuring that businesses are involved in some of the decision making processes that go on structurally within Kent and Medway so um it, it, it it's it's been fascinating to be part of that to be honest with you and um basically I it was almost like you know I had like Ashford District Council put their hand up and then Seven Oaks put their hand wow. up and Medway put their hand up and then this one put their hand up and it's like so that and it's like right okay so I need to ask the businesses now so I basically said to the businesses at our fortnightly meeting right give us your money and um but what was just crazy not crazy but what was wonderful was that they did they absolutely did so all of these organizations that were all disparate 18 months ago that have all come together yeah. because of covid actually yeah. wanting to support the sector because of the brexit yeah. challenge because that is to yeah. do with brexit as well as covid um so yeah so i'm on a mission i'm absolutely on a mission to reimagine the future of fresh foods what, what, so and this just, is one of them carol so just on this mission just, just to set you the challenge I was, I was going to ask you what does success look like for you three years five years um, down the line but, but surely the obvious thing to do is to get this launched and up and running in in kent medway and, and then duplicate it throughout the rest of the country well, let me, what's, this what's is this this yeah this is this is the pilot so this is about what we're doing we're taking 30 young people 18 to 28 okay we're asking them to, to register to join in okay yeah. so they've got to be 18 to 28 and they've got to be curious um, we're asking them to register. There'll be 30 of them that we that, that get selected. It's completely free for them. So all the food, wow. drink, the whole thing. We're going to go to a, a you know a, a, a commercial farm. We're going to one of Berry Gardens farms to have a look around there. But there was probably about five or six. You know, the growers were all going. I'll I'll do something. I'll do something, which is just brilliant. <laughs> um, and honestly, all these uh, these 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 grower businesses are just fantastic in terms of wanting to get engaged and wanting to to because they can see that we're not just talking. We're yeah, doing, yeah. Okay. there's doing that's happening. And I think that's the difference. There's yeah, action yeah. that's being taken, which is really important. Yeah. So next year, next year, my challenge next year is to host two events. I want to do two events. One of them is going to, so, so right, let me, sorry, let, let me take a step back. So these 30 young people are coming for a reason. There's two reasons for this pilot. The first is to give each of them, each of the young person, opportunity to explore from a real perspective what fresh foods and horticultural sector has got to offer. Yep. So what in, in Kent and Medway, be that job, business ideas, creation, career potential, or simply just a deeper understanding of the sector. Yep. But for employers and businesses within the fresh food sector, it's an opportunity for them to learn how to reimagine what our future could look like for the sector and critically how to appeal to young people, creating yep. a pipeline for potential employees, entrepreneurs and future consumers for the sector. And that's the difference. Yeah, the got difference it. okay. is it's a two way exchange. I, yeah. we, are, we are going to share our sector yeah. by not preaching, yeah. by storytelling about our sector. Yeah. And they are going to share with us, not by preaching, yeah. by storytelling, actually, about the things that are going to be really important to them. 
so that yeah. they can help us to reimagine what next five or 10 years looks like, because they're going to be the ones buying the food. They're going to be the yeah. ones that are, you know, the employees, if you like. So that's 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 the the purpose of the pilot with a view that actually we then take that pilot and expand it. So next year, this is really exciting. So next year, the ambition is, is that we run two events in one of them back at Ball Place again, but alongside a food festival. And it's alongside, not part of, alongside a food festival. Okay. So then we have a more of a food bent type. Yeah. And then the other one is going to be at the um, Kent Agricultural Show. If they'll have me, please, Kent Agricultural Show, have <laughs> me. Sure I, because, because one of the things is that, and this is very true for horticulture and agriculture, is that we tend to sit in two small camps. And actually... Um, I'm going to try with using young people and, and this people piece to actually bring us together again, because yeah. at, at the Kent Agricultural Show, they actually have young farmers there. So okay. where this is coming from, from horticulture, is actually about young people. So it's about yeah. the 60% that further education is my little, my little sort of like criteria, if you like. And it's not those that are generally from a farming background. It's not those that, are, that know what degree they're going to do or anything like that. Yeah. So it's worth other. So basically, and at the Kent show, I think what I'm ideally hoping to do is to actually have over three days, but have two cohorts so that we actually hit. I'd like to do 600 at the Kent Ag show and yeah. to do 600 at the um, or the food Fantastic. festival if we could. So, uh, and I'm also in, in talks because Medway wants to do something for themselves because they're a unitary authority in their own right for, okay. around a food festival as well. And I'm talking about that with them yeah. too in terms of doing something so, 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 yeah. So, 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 so Carol, just uh, winding it back a little bit, two things, Jamie Oliver and job adverts. So going back to that, um, uh, the, the musician graduate that you were talking about, about um, why is it relevant? How, how do you make it relevant? We've been preached to all of our lives about um, eating healthily. Um, of the 50, 60 school presentations I've done with a, with a motorbike about my trip through Africa, did, did I tell you I went through Africa? Have I told you that? Yes, I did know that you went through Africa. Yeah, you yeah. have mentioned it so, once or twice. So twice, yes. yes. Um, so, so, um, uh, 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 so actually asking those, those kids, uh, there's a seminal thing that came out with all those kids. They all hate Jamie Oliver. Kids, why do you hate Jamie Oliver? Because he's tried to ban chips. We quite like yeah. chips. Yeah. And and there was this, this dictatorial image of this of uh, Jamie Oliver just throwing uh, chips in the bin and, and, and serving them up um, uh, uh, cucumber sandwiches. Uh, when, when actually, as we both know, if it can be incorporated into a healthy diet, there's nothing wrong with, with, with chips, with other healthy things, especially with the exercise. It's all about so, yeah. balance. So there's, there's, there's that message and all these kids hate Jamie Oliver. So there's this sort of divide that uh, uh, my sort of age group think that um, Jamie Oliver uh, is, a, is a saint in the respect of healthy eating, but that, that generation hate, hate him. Um, and adverts, um, if you look at uh, the advert, job adverts that come out for other sectors, say like software development, that they're, they're so um, appealing, that those adverts, they're, they're really lure you in you look at some um, take a cross-section of adverts from the fresh food sectors they're, they're just job descriptions and they say state things on there like um uh, 21 days holiday plus bank holidays yeah that that's legally what what people um, have christmas party who cares about the christmas party and you look at what um that that generation is, um, is looking for um and that they're, they're actually looking for mental um health awareness training uh financial planning uh gym membership um, and these are easy add-ons, but our sector is so behind that we've just always been of this view that you write a job description stroke job, job advert and, and people will come running to you. No, no, it doesn't happen. It's, you're, you're in such a competitive sector that you've got to um, 
not only make the job advert um, alluring and attractive, but you've got to change your business. You've got to have gym membership, which is next to nothing in the grand scheme of things. You've got to have that financial planning. You've got to have mental awareness. You've got to have on, on-site um, training. Um, and why wouldn't you? And that, that's why I really encourage, it's like um, natural um, self-selection, isn't it? Those, those 20 companies that are, are with you, that have joined you, they, they want to change. You could just yeah. feel that. Yeah. And, the, yeah. and then there'll be 10 companies out there who would just say, oh, bugger it, if they don't want a job, they, they, they're not going to get a job with us. Well, they're not going to yeah. employ anyone. Um, and so, so through natural selection, they're just going to fall by the way. It's just, it is, yeah, just, just Darwin Awards. They're just going to, they're just, if they don't adapt, they're going to be dead. They're going to be the next blockbusters for, the, for, the, for their sector. So that, that's why I really encourage with you that you've obviously understood what the message is for that younger generation and you can appeal to them and you can just see those, that there's events that you're talking about. It's, it's potentially not going to be you running them. It's going to be them running it. Yeah, no, them, exactly. Yes, exactly. It's, you know, and that's exactly the point, you know, we need to, you know, it's like anything, you know, when you're launching a new product or anything like that, and it's just taking that learning and actually basically you talk to your customers, you actually identify there's a need in the market for yes. it, for example, that's exactly yeah. what we're doing here. We're basically identifying that, that we've got a need, we're obviously doing something that isn't quite right, i.e. that we're not, we haven't got a pipeline. Yeah. There's no pipeline. We have no pipeline as a sector. We're not the only sector. Yeah. But but actually what I'm really, really proud of is the fact that actually the sector has sort of said, well, the, these, these businesses that have been involved with it within Kent and Medway have basically said, actually, you know, we recognise that we don't have this pipeline and we want to do something about it. What can yeah. we do about it? And that's the difference is actually yeah. what can we do that's different? And we do need to do things differently. We do need to appeal to people in different ways. And you're quite right. I think that that holiday one is a brilliant example of, of, of you know, it's like 21 days holiday. It's like, yes, yeah. what? Well, and that, that, where's, where's, where's the two days I want to do for charity work? Yeah. Where's, the, where's, the, where's the five days a week? Yeah. Where's, the, where's the week I want to do where I can do some pro bono work, for example? oh my god yeah do you know what i mean it's like you know so i can give so i can give something you know because because at the end of the day if you can't give something back how can you encourage actually people to join in yeah 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 and 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 let's just major on that other bit about um, training development um i want to i want to learn more about sustainability that's going to be a benefit to your business mr miss employee um what what training and development can you give me give me for that yeah and the classic example syngenta so anyone who's watching is not not aware of syngenta massive seed house globally there's a standard joke that's uh, that I always say about Syngenta that um, everyone from the CEO to the cleaner has got an MBA uh, because they just they just um, educate um, all the all of their teams because they know that if they educate them they're going to be far better individuals and Syngenta is going to get the benefit of that so the the cost is meaningless because the return of investment of getting everyone to do an MBA is, is huge. And so you've got amazing businesses like that that, are, that have rocketed through on, a, on an international basis in terms of turnover um, and profitability in staff retention. And they're so well thought of and they're leading the field in likes of sustainability uh, because of training and development. So yeah, again, people, if you're, if it, uh, there might be an associated cost, but the, the, the retention rates and the, and the advantage of training and developing your, your teams is, is, is just, it's just no brainer. And I think the other thing as well is that, you know, particularly with yesterday, with the A-level results coming out or whatever, and also with as a result of the pandemic, you know, people re-evaluating their careers. So, you know, hearing stories of people that have got, you know, high-flying jobs in the city, for example, that have actually retrained to be an electrician, for yeah, example. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, and it's like, you know, with those A-level students, not everyone knows where they want to go. Not everyone maybe got the results that they were, were, were looking for, et cetera. And it's like, well, we're nowhere. We're nowhere in those places in terms of a sector. Yeah. 
I don't, do, you, do you know what I mean in terms of actually like you know it's actually well okay it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you didn't quite if you got a d in your English lit or whatever it might have been sort of thing how do you talk yeah. about how do you talk about maybe you know a job a job in the set just take a year out or do, do you know what I mean just having those conversations in that way or yeah. you know re-evaluating careers you know you know our sector is amazing it's got amazing I, opportunities for people to come work in it and the other thing i think i've got i've got to put this in there max because it's really important because it's the next stage really is that the national food strategy and this is really the mission you know in terms of actually bringing it on where we are because this is one element in terms of employment opportunity which is obviously very important to our sector but actually the national food strategy and the work that henry dimmelby and that team have done and i was listening to um John Shropshire from Jesus was part of the panel that was on there. Yep. And it was really, really, you know, comforting to know that they not only were listened to, but their ideas were actually, and, and how white, it should white paper. be was put in there. Yeah, no, really. Go, go, government's rushing through, sorry, sorry, government's rushing through the, the white paper on the back of it um, in six months, which is unheard of. That There have been some uh, concerns that Boris Johnson doesn't want to tax the uh, the, the the rich or the or the larger food companies, but as we all know, things have got to change because of the, the burden on uh, the NHS. So yeah, no, f- fingers crossed that um, that there is an excitement um, on on that. Just just go um, back a bit. Um, um, Harper Adams, they 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 um, have made one comment to me that they sometimes are a little bit dissatisfied with the um, their graduates that they don't have a, an appetite to to work overseas. Um, so Karen and I are in this amazing horticultural sector. It's not just in Kent and Medway or the no. UK. It is it is globally. I, I can virtually guarantee you, wh- whoever's uh, watching um, of this age group, if you wanted a job in South Africa, Kenya, Mexico, Colombia, uh, America, Canada, um, stop me in a minute. Um, India. Oh, I'd love that. Um, Australia um, in agricultural fresh produce. Contact me. I, I, I can get you that job because we've got the, the contacts. If, can you imagine, um, uh, Carol, if there, there was one of your cohort, that's the right, right expression, and they did um, two years with, um, say, say, Berry Gardens and they requested to Berry Gardens, can I take six months out um, and can I work with one of your suppliers in Portugal? Um, just so I can um, um, f- find out more. What are Berry Gardens going to say? Go, go. Yeah, yeah, well, but your job's open. I hope they say this. Um, your, your, no, your no, job well, no, they would. Ber- 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 Berry Gardens absolutely would do that. Yeah, and, and so you got this, this is uh, thing that came out yesterday about Arcada. Arcada have now stated that some um, the um, mid to senior management, they can spend one month a year working, uh, being based overseas, working for Arcado on a home, home office basis. And uh, it's nice, but winter, instead of just sitting in a villa in Gestad somewhere um, on, on a laptop, to be actually based um, in South Africa yeah. um, or, or Mexico or Colombia um, and actually growing product, knowing that it's coming back to, to, to the UK and the contacts that you're getting, the expertise. That you, so, yeah, just, just um, don't be too parochial, people. There's a massive world yes, that Carol and yes, I can put, yeah. put, you, put you in contact well, with. Well, so, John, John Regan from, from Hulo Farms, who's one of the other one in another sort of member of the group he basically said I mean you know at the end of the day if we can train if we can train you up to be a seasonal worker here in the UK go traveling for a year and be yeah. a seasonal worker overseas and go it's just it's just like you, you could it's like a passport thing it's just it's just incredible yeah. Yeah. so so yeah so um, there's all these wonderful ideas that we've actually got in terms of actually how that could that could be and how that can work and you're quite right Max you know this is about door opening opportunities in terms of actually not just in terms of a you know a serious 12 months of the year job but actually yeah. you know student work or you know all, all, all sorts of I mean 
here comes the big one that my my kids think is a bit jingoistic but it's so true it, uh, a dear friend of mine in uh, in morocco who who uh, runs a, a very big um business uh, growing grapes and citrus for the uk market above her kitchen door uh she um has um uh, uh life begins at the end of your comfort zone um, so, so what, what's that saying? For all of these um, 18 to 28 year olds, it might be a bit nervous to pick up the phone to Carol or whoever to get involved with this. But the, the amount of adventures and people and experiences and fun that you're going to have in this amazing sector of, of fresh produce, horticultural agriculture, um, at, be it in Kent, be it in the Southeast, be it in Scotland, be it in, in Mexico, just step out of your comfort zone and get engaged with, with, with Carol and find out more about, about this sector. There's so many people in this sector who've, who've said it's the best thing that they've um, ever done. Who wants to, Carol, who wants to work for Goldman Sachs, working 140 hours a week and getting paid 110 grand? Oh, you've got lots of money in your pocket, but you can't spend it and you'll be dead by the time you're 32. Why, why not be involved in, in, in fresh produce and, and do something that's sustainable, making a difference to the, to the planet, growing healthy? Oh, Carol, take it away. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I was saying is that it's really important that, that the, the sort of the next stage in terms of the national food strategy, in terms of actually what that looks like and actually being able to unpack it. And, and as I said, because we've come together as, as an OK, it is, it, 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 you know, it's Kent and Medway, but actually it's got to start somewhere. And what's really interesting is, is that, you know, we were talking about the lorry driver uh, challenges that we had with, with, with you know, not enough people in the country and we haven't got enough people in the country to fulfil all these jobs. So we've got to start being you know, in, innovative in terms of what we do. But Lincolnshire got in touch. So I mean, there's 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 another there's another um, in in Scotland someone's got it. So I mean, it's already like yeah, being okay. sort of heard about in terms of what we do. We have to change. We have to yeah. change the way we think about things, and we have to reimagine what this looks like. Our world has changed. Yeah, it's not changing. Our world has changed, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. we have to be part of that change. And if food, if fresh food can't be part of that change, I'm like, oh my goodness, it yeah. has to so be part of that change. It is core everything yeah. we do. And bringing it back to the economic part, which I think is really important, is that you know the food that we grow and what we do is actually help us economically. Will help us reduce the burden on the NHS. Will help us reduce the cost of the NHS yep. by actually having you know sort of you know it's, you know so I'm 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 definitely advocating that sort of the, the next the next thing if you like. So uh, yeah. so yeah so so this event happens um, at the um, end of this month. So it's on the 30th and 31st of August and the 1st of September. It's three days, two evenings. Okay. Um, we've got a brilliant way. So we um, there'll be a meeting, a Zoom meeting the week before. There'll be four meetings organised and you attend one of those where I'll basically talk, talk through the, you know, almost like the focus group um, questions, if you like, to get an understanding yeah. of where the person is at. They'll have a form to fill in in terms of a benchmark start place. Yep. And then what we'll do is as we go through the three days at the end, so the last day is going to be an amazing day because that's where all the ideas come out. That's where the young people can stand up and say what they thought was fabulous, wow. what they thought didn't you know, maybe work so well. And then, of course, they can then do their equivalent form for the last day and then see actually how they've grown and how they've learned from the day one to day three and they then get I mean, this is the other fabulous thing that all of the businesses have, have committed to is that i mean it, they are such a supportive bunch of people honestly it's it, it's it's fantastic they've basically agreed that every single young person should they want it gets an interview whether it's a mock interview or an interview for a real job within the businesses so every young person will have one interview and what the larger businesses done so like the berry gardens the g's etc basically chairman said that they will then 
if there's a small business that can only do one they'll yeah. pick up any of the any yeah, of the slack well. in terms of that so which is just like what more can you ask for max and we'll have all of these amazing products so i've just been yeah. looking i've been i've been talking to Sunny earth about getting some some small <laughs> small, small um, um tomatoes and cherry tomatoes we've got them available there. we'll have strawberries we'll have some other lovely soft fruit i'm sure there'll be some wonderful top fruit available from james and from um um oh god who's the other uh, top fruit grower you've got stuart wood on there we've also Fantastic. got um um i can't think of his name now the other the other guy but yeah I, I, and then um and prep well so yeah so it's it's, it's just incredible absolutely incredible how, how how can people find out more about this i suppose you're, you're you're a bit young in your stage of um of growth for this have, have you got a website or is there a link no or... there's no there's no website because this is a pilot what we've yep. done is we've used rural youth the yep. rural youth project um yep. website so there is a blog on there Alison's done a press release with a, a link to that where that registration form is. Everyone, no matter what route. So DWP and the charities, basically, they're working with their clients okay. so that if they've got anybody that they recognise. So we've got Kent Further Education. So all of yeah. the three big Kent colleges that cover all of Kent and Medway yeah. are involved. So if they've got any of their young people, everyone has to go through this registration process. Okay. So we can actually then just make sure that you know we've got the 30 and that we're we're, we're up and but, running it's been live a week so but, but carol presumably if, if people want to make direct contact with you to find out more you're, you're okay to be that oh uh, gosh, that, of course that, absolutely yes yes that uh, that that door person i was gonna couldn't think of couldn't think of the right oh i'm only doors now supporter i'm a supporter, supporter. i'm an encourager and i'm engager Oh no, you're the magic dust, madam. This is this is a, this is this is fantastic. I, I think it. I, I think everyone can see where this is going, and the fact that you've got some uh, other uh, institutions uh, connections from the likes of Lincolnshire knocking on the on the door as this rolls out, and hopefully in the likes of this broadcast and uh, the, the the fantastic work that Alison's um, um, doing doing as well on your behalf. You're just going to have more and more um, pe people knock, knocking on 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 your door. So come on. Do, do, do you know? Do you want? Know do you know, do you know, I won't wrap up. Just saying, just one thing. One thing that I've just got to give a really good example of of of, of this working. Is that um, as part of our group is DWP, Department for Work Pensions, the Kent sort of, yeah. uh, you know, the, the, and it's the director. It's not, you know, with all due respect, it's actually a decision maker that's on there. And what's what's lovely about it is that we turn around and said, well, we've got, you know, and this is the group basically have said, you know, we're coming up with ideas. So we've got an idea for a seasonal role, to a seasonal worker role. So basically, there is a 12, so one of the things in the UK is that we like to have 12 months of the year jobs. Yep. So basically, well, how about this role for a seasonal worker where basically they do two months at Amazon, they do a month at Sainsbury's oh. over Christmas, they then do four, four weeks worth of training, they then do some uh, prep work with um, somebody in the greenhouses, for example, then they go and do another four weeks worth of training, then they actually go and do prep work in orchard, for example, or in yeah. um, soft fruit production or whatever, and then they then go and do a seasonal work through the summer in terms of different farms, where they swipe on, swipe off, swipe on, swipe off. So DWP are actually looking at that for us. Because that's you the can, sort of that's the sort of engagement you're getting. It's just like da da. You can imagine. Uh, so Terry, how, how's work? Oh, it's boring. It's just the same thing day in day out. So Terry, um, how's work? I hear you're on this new scheme. Oh, so it's amazing. I was, was with Amazon last week, and uh, this week I'm pruning out strawberries. And uh, they, oh wow, that'd be amazing, wouldn't it? That'd be I know. I mean, how fantastic would that be? But that's the point: is that we've actually got the right people together. Yeah. That actually, and because we're doing it, rather than being overly ambitious and over promising we want it's all about delivery and because we're, we're being enabled by kent and medway in terms of their support and the districts and their support this is and and of course then the businesses so of course it's like the businesses are saying oh we're actually being listened to here yeah oh okay. and we've got some ideas well, we've got a few more ideas now or oh, we've got a few more because we feel like we're being supported by those yeah. 
the county and the county and this is the thing i really need to make the point to the county the county needs to invest in our sector because yeah, yeah. our sector is, is is the future it's as simple yep. as that boom um why should people get involved in farming horticulture fresh produce why, why should people get involved in fresh food tell us i can't think of anything nicer i cannot think of anything nicer than actually walking into, um, I don't know, whether it be a soft fruit farm, a top fruit farm, to apple pear, whatever it might be, or, or strawberries, or going into a greenhouse and seeing some of the technology that's involved in there in terms of putting up a pepper vine, for example. And then to seeing that actually be brought onto a plate and knowing that actually eating that food is just good for you without it being just good yeah. for you. And Carol, Carol Ford, what's your favorite fresh produce? Gosh, gosh. Joe, you know what, in all honesty, all of it in the right context. <laughs> no, you're not avoiding that. No, come on. You've got, you've got to nominate one. We're, we're at my favourite greengrocers in Barry St Edmunds on a, on a, on a, on a Wednesday. <laughs> Lord Hart, he's called. And I'll be, I'd introduce it's you. Gonna and, be so, it's going to be something. And he'd say, say, Carol, I'm Lord Hart. I'm the purveyor of the finest fruit and veg in all of Suffolk. What are you going to buy? We've got lovely peaches from Mexico. We've got fantastic tomatoes from the UK. We've got asparagus. What would you go for? I need to know. We need to know. Um, oh, gosh. Do you know what, actually? Tomato. Do you know why? Because actually it's the most, one of the most versatile yeah. fruit yeah. and vegetables that you could possibly have with yeah. a salad. Excellent. Carol, well done. This is what you created is, is a revolution. And anything, <laughs> that, anything that we could do to help and our network could do to help uh, we we will and we will we will watch as you progress this. And I know you have the, the normal speed bumps along the way, but you're used to to, to fighting those and, and, and creating success. Um, all the all the best to you. Um, anything we can do to help, just uh, just give us a shout. And Fantastic. Yeah, we, we look forward to the updates in the early September. Be great, and also be great to actually speak to Jane about how we met via yes. platform because that that would be incredible too. Yeah, no, we'll 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 post the updates. We'll take we're having filming down. We've got Vox Pops that'll be going on all all the while, and um, yeah. Um, you know, anybody wants to talk to me about it, then please do feel free. But um, I'm really excited. I'm excited for these 30 young people. And I'm excited for our sector to actually get young people reimagining what this could look like, because that's really exciting. Carol Ford, making a difference. Well done, Carol. Thank you. See you soon. Bye. Bye, 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 bye.